0: Hey guys, welcome to Storytime. Fuck. Hey guys, welcome to... (laughs) (laughs) Let's go try it again. Hey guys, welcome to Storytime. This is part one of the craziest sporting event in history.
1: Welcome... It's a story time, a series all about stories that probably aren't in your history books but could
0: make for a great story at the bar. Chase, what do you have for us? So I'm going to start with the five W's also, who, what, when, where, and why. The who in this story is Olympic athletes. The what is the Olympics, actually the first ever Olympics held in the United States of America. The when is 1904. The where is St. Louis, Missouri, and the why is because shit got crazy. You can
2: find me in St. Louis.
0: (laughs) Exactly. That's probably what that song was about, Kevin. Yeah. So this was, as I mentioned earlier, the first Olympics held in America, held in 1904 in St. Louis, Missouri's. Missouri's yes, there's multiple. Yeah, there's Missouri's. two of them. There's yeah, two. Yeah, not two your of. Fault. Everyone knows that. Um, you can say real the game, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The games were tied to the World's Fair, which was celebrating the centennial of the Louisiana Purchase. Um, so actually, what's crazy about this Olympics is, for the most part, the World's Fair kind of overshadowed the Olympics, um, and the World's Fair kind of was like the more and like crazier event. Um, and so the Olympics didn't really get the shine that it deserved. Uh, so before we get into like the main story that I'm going to tell you about,
2: you wish the so, world's fair was still alive.
0: No, well, I mean, no, from, from I what miss I've read, the world's fair, from what I've read on this particular world's fair, it was a shit show. Uh, um, they had I mean, their own events, most of which were, uh, bad. We'll just say bad, uh, bad. If you really want to look into it, feel free to look into it. That's not the purpose of this story. Well, do you have Thank one you. bad thing? I just want to know. It was, uh, from what I read, incredibly racist. Oh, got it. Good. I'm glad yes. we're moving on. Yep. <laughs> um, so before we get into the main event that I want to talk about in the Olympics, there was something else that was pretty crazy that happened. A gymnast, George Acer... I don't know how to pronounce his name. Oh, George. He earned six medals, including three gold medals, which is impressive. What makes it more impressive is that he had a wooden leg. Let's go. Good old
2: wood leg, George. I remember him, man, like it was yesterday.
0: Like it was yesterday. So, like I said, for the most part, the, uh, the fair overshadowed this games, except for this. Except for this event, which is again probably the craziest olympic event that's ever happened so we have the 1904 marathon okay and it was actually (laughs) closer related to the world's fair than it was an olympic event they had actual olympic runners people that deserve to be at the Olympics, but they also had people that were just like mid-level runners that they just put in there because (laughs) they said fuck it like they're like fuck it just come they're like
2: Kyle, get in there. You've never run a 5K before, but you can. Yes,
0: dude, basically. uh, Two of the people actually were the first two Africans from Africa to have ever participated in Olympics. Uh, They ran barefoot. So there's that. What? They ran the marathon barefoot. Holy shit. How do your feet survive that? Dude, this is like, I'm not even beginning to get to the crazy part. (laughs) Um, 24 miles barefoot. Yeah, the outcome of this marathon was so scandalous that they nearly abolished this event for good. Mm, okay. So, like I said, a few of the runners were actually recognized marathon runners who had placed in Boston marathons, won Boston marathons, competed in the previous Olympics, but a lot of the field were unknown and just, like, weird runners who probably didn't deserve to be there. For the most part on this story, I'm going to focus on three people. We have Thomas Hicks, Fred Lors, and Felix Carbajal. Those are the three main people that make this story. Pick the hardest last names ever. Yeah, you sound
2: very certain on these
0: names. (laughs) Yeah, uh, probably wrong. Let's go with the first Uh, names. Lors. 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 So so we have Thomas Hicks, who's an American. Thomas. We have Fred Lors, who is Mm -hmm. a British. He is an American born in Britain. And then we have, um, Felix Carbajal, who has just a crazy story. And I'm going to have to send you pictures of Felix Carbajal, um, because Felix was from Cuba, um, and there's lots of awesome stuff on Felix, but basically he was a Cuban mailman, uh, who raised money to come to the States by demonstrating his running prowess throughout Cuba, once trekking the length of the island, so, he walked off. I don't know how re- long
2: that is, but I don't. Sound, I don't know it sounds either. long.
0: It sounds pretty long. Uh, once he got to the U.S., he arrived in New Orleans. He immediately lost all of his money on a dice game. So, to get to St. Louis for the Olympics, he had to walk and hitchhike. Uh, so,
1: just to let you know, uh,
0: that's uh, 777
1: miles long, 119 wait. miles wide, and Cuba. 19 miles from the nearest point. So, I don't know if he walked 777 miles or 119, but either way, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So.
2: Also, I want to point out, he said he said he lost all his money in New Orleans?
0: In oh. a dice game, yes. Don't we all? All
2: right. It happens. This just sounds awfully familiar to we're me. We're going to move on. We're going to okay. move
0: on. <laughs> um, so, this guy is probably my fi- favorite part of the story, is Felix Carbajal. Uh... Because, again, I mean, this guy, just to get to the Olympics, had to go through. So he was a mailman in Cuba who raised money to come to the Olympics, immediately loses all of his money, has to walk and hitchhike to St. Louis to get in the game. He's five feet tall. And on top, He's five feet tall. Yes. He is five Like five, five foot tall. even. Five foot even. What the Five shit. feet tall. Uh, you want to know what he ran this marathon in? Yes, long sleeve shirt, <laughs> dark, dark dress pants and dress okay. shoes, okay. and a beret. Okay. Yeah, I mean that guy. Yeah. You want to know what place this guy got in this this marathon? First, this First. marathon. Gotta give me he got second. Four, he got fourth place. Fourth. Fuck that. His Out of how many? Story, his story gets crazier. So, I could, well, I could well, just
2: pick, like I I'd be the guy busting my ass in like fucking a tank top and like basically tidy whities. And then this guy who runs by me in fucking like basically like an office outfit, you know.
0: Well, so someone was nice enough at the race to uh take pity on Felix and uh see what he was dressed in. He at least had scissors and cut his dress pants so that they became dress shorts. Awesome. So Yes, that was he was like, nice. this
2: is a new feeling.
0: So we'll get back to Felix. Now right. we're going to talk about Fred Lores, who uh, did all of his training at night because during the day he was a bricklayer. He earned mm-hmm. his spot in the Olympics by placing in a special five-mile race. Five miles. <laughs> it's a little different than the 24. Yeah. Yes. So, again, we're talking about most of these athletes had not even run marathons before. Uh, in addition, some of the weirder people that were entered into this race, uh, there were 10 Greek runners who had never run a marathon before.
2: They probably won.
0: Yep. Uh, well, not yet. Uh, so, <laughs> 10, 10 Greek runners who had never run a marathon before. We had the two from South Africa who ran barefoot. And then we have good old Felix and then other people who, you know, no one really cares about. Yeah. Um, so, the Heat. And humidity. This day was into the 90 degree territory. We're talking 90 degrees. They're running this marathon in what is described as the most difficult a human being was ever asked to run over. Uh, from the research I've done, there was hills all over the place, very steep hills. It was so dusty you'll find out just how dusty later on in the story but it was covered these roads are covered in dust and people are riding horses and i believe it said horses wagons railroad trains and trolley cars and they're riding alongside the runners So sort of kicking just up kicking more up and more dust in hmm. uh, many places there was cracked stone across the roadway creating perilous footing so, and we're talking people walking dogs, like it was just an insane course. And you know how many spots they had for water? Zero. From what I've read, I've, I have two different places telling me two different things. I'll go with the one that I, I believe more, it just had more information too. They had a water tower at six miles and a roadside well at 12 miles. Mm. That's it. Uh, and in fact, they did this on purpose. They wanted to minimize the fluid intake because they wanted to test the limits and effect of purposeful dehydration.
2: Test your might.
0: Yes. So yeah, this is just a shit show from the beginning. The planning of this is awful. The people participating in this, most of them are underqualified. And on top of having underqualified runners, most of which had never run a marathon before, they decided it'd be a good idea to not give them water they just want to see people die yeah they want to see people die well they almost got their wish they're like the ratings last year were bad okay so william garcia of california nearly became the first fatality of an olympic marathon when he collapsed on the side of the road and was hospitalized for what do you think dehydration Dehydration. that would be your first guess right wrong hemorrhaging The dust had coated his esophagus and ripped his stomach lining.
1: Jesus.
0: There was so much dust that it literally covered his esophagus and ripped his stomach lining. That's how crazy this was. They said had he gone unaided an hour longer, he would have bled to death. Jesus. Multiple multiple other runners had to drop out because they uh, suffered bouts of vomiting and just gave up.
2: That's just because they're pussies. That's got nothing to do with anything. They're (laughs) just a bunch of pussies.
0: I don't know if that's the case. Oh, well, that's just my opinion. All right, now we're going to get back to one of our South African runners, Len Tau. What's up, Len? Wait. Len Tau, yes. He's South African. South African.
2: Okay. His name is Len Tau.
0: Len Tau. Okay. I have. I'm assuming that's pronounced correctly, because uh, I yeah. definitely he he's a good friend of mine. I know him. So. Kevin's like this name he d- sounds very white. <laughs>
1: he,
2: no, the opposite. I think that he more sounds like Chinese or Japanese. Mm-hmm. It's
0: true. Uh, that's just me. That's, just, you, me. <laughs> that's just me. That's me. So Lynn is running along. He's making good time. Uh, from everything I've read, it said he would have finished pretty high up. I don't know if he would have won the race. Well, actually, you know what? Reading the rest of the stuff that I'm about to go over, he probably had a good chance to win this race. Okay. The issue was that he was chased a mile off course by wild dogs. Why not? Why not? Because he was run a mile (coughs) off course by (laughs) wild dogs in St. Louis, Missouri. Did they credit him that mile? Yeah. No, he was not credited that mile. shit, that's fucked up. So let's get back to my man uh, Felix Carvajal. Carvajal, um, yes, he's trotting along. Is, tri- in is Long, he man? in
2: relation to Jose?
0: He, he, may be. maybe. I don't know. All right. Jose, is he? Is he Cuban? No one yeah. knows these things. No, yeah, he's Colombian. No, no one knows that. Um, So he's he's trotting along. He's making pretty good time. But you know what, man? Felix is a man of the people. So he is. uh, He's got his shoes. He's got his his long sleeve shirt and his cut dress pants. Let's go. He decides. You know what, man? I'm just gonna. I'm a man of the people. I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna talk to the people. So as he's running, he continues to stop, so that he can talk. To just the fans and people in cars. And at one point, he's so hungry, he uh, he asks some people who are eating peaches if he can have some peaches. And <laughs> they tell him no, he snatches right. them out of his hand and runs away and eats them. Good for him. Bet you can't yes. catch him.
1: Yeah. yeah. Catch
0: me, bitch. <laughs> I don't think they could. Uh, further along the course, he sees an apple orchard. He decides mm-hmm. that having not eaten in 40 hours, he is going to go and he's going to pick some apples. What about the peaches? He, he already ate the peaches, but that's that's not a lot of food. It's not uh, a lot of sure.
2: I thought you said pizzas. So I was like, wait, what, what are you talking about, Jake?
0: Carbon up, man. What yeah. about the pizzas? Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, he uh, he stops and picks some apples because, you know, it's not like this is a race in the, in the Olympics. bro. Um, we have all day to do this.
2: He gets some apples in his system. He's going to be blazing.
0: Well, that's what you would think. The issue is the apples were rotten. Nice. So he ended up suffering so he suffers severe stomach cramps. So what do you think he does? He lays down and he takes a good old nap. He takes a good old nap. This is again, mind you, the guy that finished fourth. He's (laughs) running, he's running in dress shoes, dress pants, a long sleeve shirt. He's stopping to talk to people, stops to pick apples. And it's then a takes a nap. nap. Yeah. And this guy finished fourth in this race. I'm,
2: I'm feeling some shenanigans. Like, I feel like.
0: <laughs> oh, it gets crazier. We're yeah. not done yet. Perfect. So at the nine-mile mark, we're going to go back to our boy, uh, Lors. He is the American born in Britain. At the nine-mile mark, he starts getting cramps. So instead of taking a nap, he decides he's going to hitch a ride with one of the people that are driving here's the shenanigans so he hitches a ride he hitches a ride and not only does he hitch a ride he proceeds to roll down the window and like laugh and wave (laughs) at the fellow runners
2: fuck you guys look at me
0: (laughs) on next episode Make sure to tune in to find out why second place actually got the gold medal despite being high on rat poison. And fourth place somehow finished in fourth place despite taking a nap.
1: All right, ladies and gents, that was story time. Please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode because we'll be dropping these story time episodes randomly. As always, check us out at cup to cup Show on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And our site, as always, is cup2cuplife.com. And if you got a weird story for the podcast, please DM us. We'd love to hear it. Bye. Bye. Story time. <laughs>